Hello, this is Lisa Russick with the podcast We Are All Psychic. It is just me today, and yes, I still think we're all psychic. And today I want to talk about who am I, what am I, what are we, our identities in energy work. Don't you find yourself maybe as you explore deeper and deeper and harder and further, harder, all those good things, deeper into the energy work that you may want an identity. And we've had so many people on the podcast. I believe we've probably had over 200 guests because I think we have, I think we have 269 total podcasts right now. (laughs) So one of the things a lot of us talk about is what we identify with as in who we are, what we are, what we do with the energy work. Some people will say, I am an empath, and that's what they identify with, for example. And if you don't know, an empath is somebody who feels other people's emotions like they are their own emotions. They actually feel them. We feel them. Everybody's an empath. <laughs> and uh makes them shut off their empathy. That's just an example. Some people might say I'm witch. And they may have very specific things about what kind of witch they are. Like Latanya, who is teaching on the Psychic School app. She is a witch and conjurer, she says. And uh, Kasha, my friend, is a dragon witch. Dragon witch. She's really into dragons and she summons dragons and stuff and works with dragons in her Reiki. But she really associates with witch. Um, and there's people who are just Reiki practitioners. Speaking of Reiki, um, for example, I just took my re- final master Reiki classes. I haven't been attuned to the master level yet, but I wouldn't call myself a Reiki te- teacher or a Reiki master. But I just wouldn't. I said, well, who am I? What am I? The reason I want to talk about this is because when I was really confused and trying to figure out my place, I kind of figured, you know, like there had to be some category I fit in. Like, what was I? What am I? What, 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 what? And the first thing that really struck me that I felt resonated with what I might be was shaman. So I thought for a long time, maybe I'm a shaman. Because I had the shaman sickness is what I considered it. And the shaman sickness, if you haven't heard of it, is when um, you either have like a life near de- near death experience or you have a very serious illness that might bring you to the brink of death in your mind or even physically from hurting yourself because of your mind. And my situation was very much hallucinations, delusions when I turned 26, uh, 27, I'm sorry, it was my 27th birthday. And that's around, it seems like the age when schizophrenia hits women, but it also is around the age when the shaman is called to service. And I never really thought of it as service. So shaman didn't quite fit all the way, but I loved animals. I love animals so much. And I'm sure all y'all know that, <laughs> especially cats. Um, but I really associated with shamanism because of the shaman sickness experience and because of the spirit guides experiences. With spirit guides, I was really confused because I didn't know what they were. If you've listened, you may have heard me talk about this, but I didn't know what spirit guides were until about 2001 or two. I read it on the internet and <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, spirit guide, spirit guide. That's the word I've been looking for. That's what Sam is. That's That's what he is. So then um, I always knew shamans worked with guys. I didn't always know that. I read it because then everything I could find was in writing. It was early 2000s. In the 90s, I couldn't find anything anywhere. (laughs) Just books in the library and those Time Life books I've talked about and 
books in the bookstore and talking to people. And that's about it. <laughs> and now I've kind of gone back to talking to people, but I'm still doing a lot of reading on the internet. And what category? Let's see. After shamanism, I thought maybe I am just an empath and, and maybe I'm psychic. Maybe. I remember calling my therapist when I was around 29. She wasn't my therapist anymore. I just was still friends with her. And I called her and she's like the first person I told I thought I was psychic to. She says, you think you're psychic? <laughs> and when I did see her again, when I was much older in my 30s, and she wasn't my therapist then. She was a friend. I, I told her, yeah, I'm working as a psychic. And she says, perfect. That's what you, you'd be good at that. She always thought I should be a therapist, which, you know, doing readings can be a lot like therapy. We're trying to bring out your confidence. You're trying to bring out your ability to shape your life. Like we want to do with ours, with our energy. What's how I work in my life. I use the energy in whatever way I can to make my life better. Mostly my mood, mostly my attitude, because those, those things can go off the rails <laughs> for all of us, maybe. So what do you identify with? There's so many things in energy work that we can identify with because I can do mediumship. I do feel kind of comfortable saying I'm a medium. A lot of people don't really know what that is sometimes, but that's just talking with spirits. Um, I do say I'm a psychic reader, a professional psychic reader. Uh, Sometimes I'll say I'm a tarot reader around the South because some people don't really like psychic reader for some reason. It's just, but tarot reader is acceptable sometimes. So you just kind of feel with the energy what people might anticipate and react to what I will say, for example. And I will phrase it carefully so no one is upset or scared because people get scared by these labels if they don't know what they are or understand them. They're not into the energy and working with it. I also identified with uh, magic quite a bit, but I wouldn't call myself a witch. I do love doing stuff with herbs and making magic oils and making intentions on candles. To me, witchcraft is a beautiful way to use the tools of everything around us to make magic. It's just like making, many people have said this on the podcast, making a wish with a candle, a birthday cake, that's witchcraft. <laughs> so that I don't feel like I'm a witch, what am I? So recently, I had two readings. Uh, one reading, a person told me I'm from another universe. And in another reading, the person, her name was Elle. She told me that I should listen to my starseed side. So they, I've been being told I'm a starseed and I work with the extraterrestrials by lots of people. And I do. They're around. But are they? I don't know if I believe it. And when this woman, Elle, gave me this reading, her friend who was working at this expo with her and we were all working the expo. We all traded. It was so much fun in Muscle Shoals. And the woman with her says, yeah, I'm a starseed too. And she says, Elle says, I just don't think you really believe it yet. And I was like, no, you, I don't know about that. I just don't know. You know, I don't know. So I wouldn't feel comfortable saying I'm from another universe. I just <laughs> don't feel comfortable with it because I don't understand really what that means. And I don't feel that in my, I mean, kind of do feel it in my soul because I never really felt like I fit in on planet Earth um, ever. <laughs> but uh, I would say that was really, it's really cool to hear those things, though. And I don't know what else I would identify with. So now that I'm 48 and I'm going to be 49 in April, I have started the psychic school. So now I would say I'm a teacher if that works out. We're still having trouble with the classrooms. I want to ultimately 
with the rest of my life, just teach this stuff if I can find a way to do it. And I will do it anyway, no matter what. Um, the Psychic School app, Rustic Psychic School app is in the Apple Store and in the Play Store, Google Play Store. And we're still working on that classroom issue. The tech side says they have it working on their end, but some reason it's not working on our end. But once we get that up, then we'll have to schedule some classes and we'll tell you all about it. Hopefully I can get all the teachers together. Maybe we can do a short podcast to let you know about it. It's ready and up and going. But I'm pretty excited about it. And the blog has a lot of content. I've been piling some content in there for you guys to learn from. And I'd really like to transcribe the podcast. So who are you and what are you? What do you identify with? I'll put a little poll. Well, not poll. I'll put a Q&A in the podcast description. You can answer on Spotify, I think. It's the only place you can answer those. And this is a video podcast on Spotify. I forgot to mention it in the beginning. Let's see. One of the most common things I think I've heard people say as far as what they are would be empath, definitely. So I've never heard anybody say I'm a telepath, ever. Now, I have said to someone, you know you're a telepath, and they've said yes. Now, that's pretty interesting when that happens because very few telepaths will say that <laughs> in a lot. When I find one that's like, yeah, I know I do it. <laughs> and they're like, yes, yes, yes. You know, it's very rare. Um, some people will say they are evidential mediums, like Bibu. And uh, some people may identify with sorcerer or like, think of some exotic names. I don't think I've heard anyone say they're a goddess before. <laughs> Maybe somebody needs to do that. Are you a goddess? Are you a god? Maybe we all are in our own creative ways. When we work with the energy, aren't we working with our souls or spirits? Or is this part of our physical being? That's something I really wonder. And I think it's really just part of what we are and how we live and how we exist. It's just as real as our physical body, our soul, our spirit. It's not a esoteric mystery, you know? I don't think it is. I think we know all these things in our heart, in our soul, <laughs> getting the soul. Well, not getting the soul to talk. The soul is always talking, it seems. But understanding the soul's language hasn't been really explored in our culture. Like dream explorations was a dream. What are those? What happens there? Nobody knows. They had some ideas, but we've had many people on the podcast say we think it's a language and it's our soul talking to us through imagery, which is something metaphor that we can used to analyze with our brain brains, our brain that stuff, because we have to think and understand things for us to be happy. We have to feel that we think right. We don't have to, but we try to balance all these things out. Well, I do. I try to keep my physical in conjunction with the heart, the mind, and the spirit, the energies. So what am I? <laughs> do all these things i don't know i don't have a category but what are you what do you what do you feel is your identity in the energy work right now it can change guys i mean it doesn't even have to have a label it's hard to put a label on this stuff but you know sometimes we want one just so we know what direction to go in for a little while <laughs> and that's always helpful to know so um i would love to put this poll up and if you answer i will do blogs on each of these topics or titles or names that you give yourself on uh, the blogs on the Psychic School app. And you can download that. It's, uh, there are links to it on 
the We Are All Psychic website, www.weareallpsychic.com. You can install and download the app. I may make a website for the app. I have the capacity to, but I just haven't decided if I want to put it on um, as a web browser thingy-dingy. <laughs> I might. I need to put a little question in there for that, too, and see if you want that. So, listeners and watchers, I would like to thank my sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths to get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. It's uh, everclear.com. It's awesome. I work there, too, under the name Lisa P. L-E-E-S-A-P. And I'm an advisor. Um, all the teachers, except for Granddaughter Crow, work for Everclear. And uh, Everclear's awesome. That's how I met these wonderful people. And Everclear's the one who gave us this chance to really broaden our perspectives, broaden our minds, and broaden our audience with the great guests that they allowed me to interview. And they just said, yeah, you can interview the readers. So when the podcast didn't have any listeners, and they're the ones who built this podcast into what it is today, the very first guests and all the guests afterward. Thank you, guests. And thank you, listeners and watchers always. And of course, thank you, Misty. I love you. And I always miss you, Misty. I always miss you, listeners and watchers. Peace out. Ow.